sitting in the sukkah here in Eretz Yisrael, throughout the world. We, I'm giving this uh, podcast with the um, full-fledged uh, sounds of sitting in the sukkah in Yerushalayim, Rakhidosh, where we've had, Baruch Hashem, some cool weather. We even had rain early this morning and even a couple of minutes ago, a little bit of rain and drizzle. And uh, we're thankful as I mentioned to some people today, that Rabbi Hashem is hopefully going to give us a good, a good, wonderful, rainy year. And as we're going to be begin the, the brachas of Mashiv Baruch Amirat Goshem and the Saint Talamot of the which is coming up, we hope and we pray that Rabbi Hashem should send us all the Geshem that we need. The Geshem is not only the physical rain, it's all aspects of, 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 of uh, sustenance, in the Ruchnias and in the Gashmias. Rabbi said, we've been sitting in the sukkah for the last few days, and we've been, we've been uh, inviting in the Yushpizen, the different Yushpizen, different guests that come in, Avram, Yitzchak, Yankiv, Moshe, David, Aaron, Yosef, depending upon your different Hagim. We're holding by a Shabbos Kaidish, where there's, we're going to learn Kahelis from David Amelech. Uh, the Haftaira is the Muhammad of Gog, about the Muhammad's Gog Magog. And uh, the protection that we have is what we have by sitting in the sukkah. And uh, we all want to get a little bit of um, of chizuk. I myself was able to go with the Rebbezin to the Kaisel yesterday for Birchas Kohanim here in Eretz Yisrael. We all remember what it was like being able to go to the Kaisel. This year they had two Birchus Kohanims, the first day of Cholomite for the B'nai, uh, specifically more for the B'nai Eretz Yisrael, and for the B'nai Chutzlars, they made it the second day. And it was a tremendous, tremendous chizuk to see how Klai Yisrael gathered together, and people from all walks of life came. And uh, I always take a lot of uh, uh, joy when I see especially the Sephardish Yidin, older people. Sometimes you have a man who's maybe in his 60s and his father's in his 80s and he's putting his hand on top of him and putting a talus around him because they want to get the bracha. They want to get the bracha from the Kohanim. And uh, we should realize that this is a great, great chizuk for all of us to see how how people understand from all walks of life the, the brachas of the Kohanim at the Kaisel and it reminds reminds us of what we are hoping and we're praying and we're aspiring for that we should be zaycha to the, to the rebuilding of the Bayesh Shlishi and uh, this is all part of what we hope and we want to get out of this Yontif uh, I saw Gavaldik of Maisa I want to mention it uh, I'm not usually from the um, the Bekiim in the in, in the Indian of of um, of the Hasidic dynasties. I saw a Gavalika Maisa brought down here. I want to share it with the Olam, and to tie it in, we'll just speak about a little bit of my particular sukkah, which now is, has been uh, uh, damaged a little bit by the winds. Baruch Hashem, it's still standing. Certain parts of it, <laughs> we were afraid weren't weren't going to make it. But we always recognize that we have what's called a sukkah cleaner, the famous song 
which uh, people sing from around the world, and um, it's a Yiddish song, and I, I, I'll just try to say just a few of the phrases. It really speaks about the uh, the, the fact that Klai Yisrael throughout the Golas is um, needs to get um, get through the Golas, and how do we get through the Golas? We get through the Golas with the, the Sukkola Kleine. And we'll just say over a little bit of the words in Yiddish. Um, I'll sh- sh- share with you. The, the Nigan has became pretty popular today. Asukala Akleinem. Asukala Akleinem. From Bretelach Gemeinem. Habachmir Asukala Gemacht. Vadek Demdach. Mitabisilishach. Zitzich mir dort suk is by nacht. So the first stanza speaks about a small sukkah which is made of wood, little pieces of wood, and I covered it with schach, and I sit in the sukkah by nacht, and that's the way a person a yid a yid gets into the goes through the gala, so to speak. And then it says, "Der Winter, a kaltin, a cold wind comes, was blows durch the spalten, that that blows through the cracks." I have to tell you, my sukkah and I don't know if that's what I feel. And it's about to turn to to, to knock out the uh, the candles. As is mir achidish, when ich mach mir doch kiddish. It's a Kiddush to the person that when he makes Kiddush and the lights of the candelabra of the, the, the Shabbos and the Yantav Lichter are still able to stand. And then all of a sudden, the next stanza speaks about she, the daughter comes in, she says, Tati, Tati, the wind is blowing so hard, the sukkah is about to fall, and everything is going to collapse. And the father answers, Zeit nicht keinar, hab nicht kein Zar. So the Sukkot nicht ton bank, is er schon gar bald zwei Zeusen jorn, und the Sukkot is er steht noch ganz lang. Don't be so nervous. The father is able to, to, to calm down the daughter. He says, don't worry about the Sukkot. We've been sitting in the Sukkot for 2,000 years. And the circle still stands, and it stands so long. That's the song, Rabbi Sai. But the message is really that when we go into the sukkah and we realize the rest of the world, what's called the sukkahs, the dearest keva, is really not a dearest keva. What keeps us is the um, the rabbi Shalom, the shechina. Those are the things which keep us, and that's why we sit underneath the schach and we look up in the sky and we recognize everything is really our connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Listen to this Gavaldika Maisa. You know the famous Rebbe, the Rebbe Mimezrich. The Rebbe Mimezrich was the Talmud of the Baal Shem Tev, 
who eventually took over for the Baal Shem Tov. He himself was a Talmud of the Pnei Yeshua. He originally started out going against Hasidim, but after he once went to the, the Baal Shem Tov, and the Baal Shem Tov asked him Pshat in a, in a Zoyar, and he told him Pshat, and then the Baal Shem Tov told him the real Pshat, the Emesip Pshat, Alpiyah Kabbalah, Anister. And from that time in order, the Magni Rezich came a Talmud from the Baal Shem Tov, and eventually came from the biggest Talmidim, and he himself had great Talmidim. Who were some of his Talmidim? Just we're going to speak about two of them. One of them was the Magid Mikoznich, and one of them was the Baal Tanya, the Tanya. Famous Chabad dynasty all came about from the Baal Tanya. And there's a Maisa I saw brought down that the Baal Tanya went to, to the, to, to the, to the Magid Mikoznich, and by the Magni Rezich, it's not like today. Today, when you go to a Rebbe, they have all kinds of places for people to stay. Even you go to Uman, there's all kinds of hotels, and there's shiners, and there's food, and everything else. In those days, when you went to the Magni Rezich, there was Aniyah, tremendous, tremendous Aniyah. There was no Chedri Achnosis Orchem. There were no beds, there were no mattresses. You literally you slept on the floor, you slept in the, on, on the benches in the base Medrash. Now, the Balatanya himself was a very strong person. He didn't, he didn't even have to sleep on a, on a bench. He would sleep on the floor. at a mokin kavua underneath a, underneath a table. On the other end, the Magid Mikoznich was very weak. He was small. He, was, he, was, he wasn't a well person. He was so, so unwell that when he literally had to have his chassidim bring him to the Magid Mikoznich's base medrash. You see what kind of relationship these people had. And they would... As soon as he got into the base medrash, all of a sudden he got tremendous koiches, and he all of a sudden would start davening with tremendous fervor and with a very loud voice. And people would look at him and say, like, how could it be, the guys? He looks so skinny. But all of a sudden he had these tremendous koiches. And when he would daven, it would be like a fire would come out of it. And as soon as he finished davening, he literally he would collapse on a chair or on the bed, whatever he had left over from his koiches. And again, he was this weak, weak person. And him, they gave him a special place. They put him next to the tanur. He should be able to sleep by the oven. He had a tanur there, an oven. And it would give him a little bit of warmth in the night. And everybody else had blankets and everything else. He would just literally just collapse on the floor. And um, so you can imagine these people... They didn't, spit, they didn't waste time when they were there. And even though they needed koiches for the davening the next morning, and it was a very big avoider, the shame, the shame of tzaddikim in the Heichel HaKadosh by these grace of rebbes was a grace, a grace of avoider. But the Balatanya, he had a different plan. He wanted to see, he knew that the Magid Mimezrich was going to come in in the middle of the night. They wanted to see what his avoider was. So he wouldn't allow himself to sleep even though he had done a big avoid to get there, and a big avoid of the davening, and I'm sure avoid of Zayar and everything else. But he was able to see when the Magid Mimezrich came in, and the Magid Mimezrich went around to the different Talmidim, and when he came to the Magid Mikoznich, and he saw him sleeping by the Tanur, ah, he stopped, and he declared, Apele, Azak Greisa Bashefer, and Azak Kleina Guf. He said, there's such a large, the Greisa Bashefer, the Rabbinish is so big, and he puts himself into this small little goof. That means the Magid Mikoznich was such a clean mensch physically, but spiritually he was filled with the Rabbinish alone. And the Balatanya used to say this over, no matter how small a person is physically, no matter how Kla Yisrael is small physically, but 
if we have the Bashefer, we put in the Bashefer, we put the Rabbanosim into our midst, then we're able to be Mamala itself with the Kedusha of the Rabbanosim. This is the concept, this is the message of a Sukkala Kleina. The small sukkah, it might be that it looks battered, looks like it's, a, it's about to fall in. But for 2,000 years, Yidin have been sitting in the sukkahs. And this is the mitzvah that we are now being Mekayim this year again. Basukas Teish Shivas Yomim. And who do we have with us? We have with us the Shpizen. Ah, the Gavaldik Shpizen, as we said before. And so I brought down from Avolbi and really Rav Destin also writes it. I'm sure many, many other sources speak about it. When we invite the Shpizen in, we're not just inviting in the office Akdashim as the, the Neshamas that are coming in, Avada that Tchelik is coming in as well. But the main thing is, we're inviting in the Kaychas of the Neshamas. Avram is the Midas HaChesed, the Midas HaAva. Quickly say over what the Rav Dessler writes in the Mechtav Melion. And our purpose is for us to be able to gather within ourselves during this Yantav, the Kaychas of the Midas HaAva of Avram Avinu, Yitzchak is Pachad, be able to understand with our seichel that we have to have awe and fear of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and to connect ourselves to goodness, not to not to, to be detached from goodness, only to be connected to goodness, because goodness is really what keeps us around. And then there's the midah of Yaakov, which is emes, which is the midah of tiferes. Tiferes is the two midas when we're mitzdarif the pachad, together with the midas ava, then we're able to get to emes, which is Torah. And who was the one that depicted the concept of Emes in the Hisaskus of Torah, the Bechin of Netzach, forever? That's the Midah of Moshe Rabbeinu. Just had a little boy, a son of an Eriyakov Talmud, who was here, and his son is named Moshe. Ah, the Midah of Moshe is Netzach. This is the Midah of what? Of the, of the Indian of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu teaches us Torah. And then we know we have the Midah of Aaron Akoyin. The Midah of Aaron Akoyin is to be Kavish the Yetzer with both Yitzarim, with the good and with the Yitzhara. The Midah of Aaron was to love people, Makar people to Torah, to understand that even when a, a Yid does a mitzvah, Shalola Shema, just get him to do a mitzvah. Once he does a mitzvah, he's going to want to become part of the Jewish nation. This is the Midah of Hyde, this is the Midah of the glory. And then you have the meat of Yesaid. Yesaid is Yosef to be able to break the Ritzainas, to break the Yetzirah emotion. Yosef was able to keep the Midas Asaid. Speaking about Big and Yonim, Rabbi Yisrael, and then if we do all of these different Ishpizen together and the characteristics of the Ishpizen, we can recover ourselves the whole Malchus Shemayim properly, which is the meat of Dov and Amelach, Dov and Amelach, Chai Vikayim. Rabbi said, this is a little bit of some of the thoughts that we we have during the Yontif of Sukkot, how we can somehow take the Sukkot Kleina and recognize the Bashefer is great, the Rabbanisham is great, and we should be able to bring into ourselves great Kaychus. The, the Magid of Mezrich, the Magid Mikoznich, the Balatanya, they were Grace, Grace. They were Kleina in Guf, but they were Grace in, Bash, in, 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 in their connection with the Rabbanisham. And every single Yud, all of us, we all have this connection. I want to say over that we say over that the mid of Simcha, Rabbi Say. Yisach uh, Sameach, we always say over, that I heard from the Tolner Rebbe. The Tolner said that he was to hear from the Ger Rebbe. The Ger Rebbe, after the war, 
when the oilam was um, tzeshmetered, the oilam was mamish geklapped after the Shoah, well, the remnants of the Ger Hasidim, they gathered together in Eretz Yisrael. There may be 50, 60, 70 people in the first year. And two weeks before Rosh Hashanah, there was a, a nephew of the Rebbe that showed up at his door. His name was Noyach. And he and called him Noyachol. And when he came into the Rebbe, the Rebbe didn't sit there and ask him all the different stories of the trials and tribulations and the, the, the hardships that he went through. He immediately said to him, Noyachol, go into the base Medrash, Nema Gemara, and learn. The Rebbe understood that this person will go into the base Medrash and be Mechazik himself in Taira. That will be the Eitzah for him. <laughs> And that's what happened. For the next two weeks, he was sitting in the base medrash. For sure, he ate. He, <coughs> physically, they took care of him. But most importantly, the spiritual, the spiritual message was to connect, reconnect yourself to Torah as best as you can. That will be the best way for a person to be able to build himself up after the horrors of the Holocaust. And then it says on Sukkot, the first day of Sukkot, they made a tish. The Rebbe made a tish, and the Rebbe gave a clap in the beginning of the tish and everyone started said to sing V'samachta B'chagecha and everyone started singing the famous nigan. I don't know if they sang B'chagecha V'hayisah and as soon as they said the word the Rebbe gave a clap on the tish and he stopped and he said ah V'samachta B'chagecha V'hayisah Achzomeach he says Ein Ach El Lashen Miyut the Lashen of Ach is a Lashen of 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 Miyut of, of, of not adding on it's sort of a Yisah Sameach. What is it? Yisah Ach Sameach. You should only take a little bit of Simcha. Yisah Ach Sameach. A little bit of Simcha. Why only a little bit of Simcha? Lashon Miut. Should be a Lashon of Rabbim. Ein Ach Lashon Miut. So the Rebbe said, "Gaval the Kipshat." He said, "Where else do we find the Lashon of Ach? We find it by Noyach. Ach Noyach Noyach. After the story when he was feeding the animals and he came to the lions then, and the lion was hungry." And he, before he could feed him, the lion gave him a, a, a rake with his paws. And from that time and onwards, Noyach was walking around, Achen Virak, and he was bloodied, and he was battered. And he turned, and he looked at Noyachl, and he said, Noyachl, Vayisa Ach, like Noyach, even when you're in a matzav of Ach, even when you're in a matzav where things are not 100% besimcha. Still, Vayisa'ach, you still should be Sameach. This is the lesson of a Yid. No matter what the Matzav is, we can take from ourselves the limit of the Sukkah. Our, our, all of our Avaidis, Rabbi Sai, Avaidis of the last, almost about to become 51 days when we get to Hashanah Rabbah on Sunday, Mitzvah after Shabbos, the Hashanah, all of the different Avaidis, all of Klaisel together, all of Klaisel sitting in the Sukkahs. Getting the brachas from the from the kohanim at the kaisel, and as I always say, those brachas are not only for the people that were there, for all of God's klal Yisrael. I want to give a bracha to everybody. It should be a good Shabbos. should be that the Hashem should send the brachas and the Yeshuas for us and for God's klal Yisrael. We should be able to be mesameach and to be happy underneath the kanfi Ashkina and with our sukkah klena. The grace of Bashefer should enter into Arab small bodies. We should be Zoichimit Hashem to the Gula Shleim of Meherv Yamein, Amen Vamein. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos and a wonderful Yantav, a wonderful Simchas Torah, Baalein Ulatayva. What kind of message can we give Chizik for ourselves based upon a little bit, some thoughts on the Parsha 
and also the situation, the matzah that we're all in. Last night we spoke about the Indian of Simcha, and as we mentioned from the language of the Rambam, that the greatest Simcha is the Simcha that a person has the opportunity to do mitzvahs, and for sure the mitzvah of Talmud Torah is Kenegit Kulam. And if we would ask, what is the final message of Moshe Rabbeinu in the final parish of the Torah, when he says, V'zayis ha-bracha, so my mind is no question. That's exactly what the Psukim say, the simple pshat. And he speaks about the fact that Akash Baruch went to the other Umasalam, Misinaiba, and he asked them if they wanted to do a Kabbalah the Torah. But who came, who were the ones that stood up and said, Nasiv and Nishma, Af Amim, only the Chayviv Amim, the Chibi Yaseira and the Shvatim, they're the ones. They're the ones that stood underneath the midbar. And they were Tachas Hahar. They said, And what, it, what happens in that? The Torah that Moshe Rabbeinu was Mitzavah's, that is the final message, the final epithet of Moshe Rabbeinu's entirety is really sewed in into these words into this parasha the bracha Rabbi Sayyiz that Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that was Makabal the Torah Sinai and he gave it to Klai Yisrael and what is it is a Marasha Kilas Yaakov it's over from Rabbi Moshe Feinstein they bring down and I heard it also from Rabbi Gifter the difference between a present a Matana and a Marasha is a Marasha is a precious heirloom Sometimes it can be not necessarily of a great value. But the fact that it came from a great-grandmother, from a grandmother, was given over, it went through the Holocaust, and it was saved, that in itself has great value. The Torah is a marasha. It's an inheritance, something that we have to understand. We have to understand how precious it is. And I was thinking in the context of what we're all going to go through, this yontif of Simcha's Torah, which is different, and the fact that many, many minyanim, I know here in Eretz Yisrael, and I hear now in America, it's similar. And not, people aren't going to be able to gather together. They have our kafas, and we're all together, and we all dance together. And our particular minyan is going to be outdoors. And one person is going to say, for go around the beam by himself. Everybody else is going to be sitting in their places. So I was thinking, you know, on one hand, you could look at it in a sad fashion, or you could look at it as this is what the Rabbana Shem is giving us. Rabbanishim is telling us is What we really have left over is really in the end of everything is really the Torah HaKadoshah. And even if we're so-called separate from it, we can't clasp it, can't kiss it, we can't hug it. But our yearning for it, our, our feelings that we want to be close to the Torah and we want to dance with the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives every single person gives each person a chalik of the Torah. So that in itself is something that HaKadosh Baruch is telling us. He wants to see our yearning for the Torah. And I think that's really what, what, what is our avoda to see how much simcha, how much we really want to connect to the Torah. So I brought down in the Sefer that we know the Pasuk says by Matan Torah, there were literally there was thunder and there were voices, very loud sounds. 
So they say over from Abshmul Rizovsky, Zeichat Sadik Lebrach, the great Roshiva Panovich. What's the purpose of the Kodesh Abrakim? Was it just to have like a a, a a nice backdrop for people to understand what the Torah is? No, the Kailas are the Kailas that a person thunders when he's learning the Torah. And the Simcha that a person has when he's Machadish the Torah, when a person has something Gishmak. I saw that a lot of articles written by great Tamil Chama who unfortunately passed away when they were young. And one of them was Reb, Reb Aaron Yafin, the father of Reb Eitan Yafin from the Mir and from Hebron. Reb Aaron, one of the great, great Iluyim and great Talmud Chachamim, the son of Reb Moshe Chavroni. And they say that when he used to come into the base Medrash, he would say over a shtickle Torah, and it would be literally, it would be colors of Brokim. Sometimes he would say over a piece of Torah that wasn't even his. It was something that he heard from a bacher. They heard from somebody else, but he made it as if it was on. And this is what Shmuel is saying, that there was Kailas Ubrakim, there was Limerat Tarubakal, what creates a dynamics that the Torah becomes a part of us when we express it with all of our might, all of our simcha. And they bring down from the stipend, the stipend writes in the Birchas Peretz, that if a person wants to remember his learning, it's dependent upon the, the value of the chuka and the shtadlus in order to be able to reach the Torah. And according to the amount of simcha that a person has in whatever element of Torah he's able to get, it's as if what? And that himself will impact him. And I think that that's also a message at the end of the parsha when it speaks about And Rashi HaKadosh points out that the Chol HaMoyra Gadol, the Enekal Yisrael, is that Moshe Rabbeinu decided to break the Luchas in front of them. And that was in front of the Enekal Yisrael. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu was, was masking to this. And we always are bewildered. Why would this be the way for the, pers- for the Torah to end in, a, in, a, in the, the destruction of the Torah? The answer is, if we understand that Moshe Rabbeinu broke the Luchas because of the Chet of the Ego, and he wanted Klai Yisrael to appreciate what they have. Only when we appreciate what we have, when we sometimes it's only when we don't have it, do we truly appreciate it. And I think that that's a great lesson for us. To, at the end of the Torah, ter- tells us is that we have to be careful, and we have to have a Ratzin, and we have to have a Cheshik, and we have to have a Simcha. And that's why we should look at this Simcha's Torah. This Simcha's Torah should be, even if we can't necessarily have the same Simcha that we would normally have, but ein simcha kesimcha satayra, we should dance wherever we are, and have that feeling in our hearts. The Bez Hashem Yisbarach Rebbeinu Hashem should return us, like we said in the in the till in the in the Hoshanas today. It said the Rebbeinu Hashem should return us to our Batikinasius, should bring us into that. We should be able to be in our Batikinasius and Batimidrashes and our Batimidrashim. We'll end off this with one Maisa, which I said over last year. I'm going to say it over again. That I saw brought down the Rav Yashiv Zetzal, the first year that he had his Rabbanus after his father, Rav Avram, was Nifter. And he had the first Simchas Torah in Tveres Bachurim. So there was an episode, they were dancing, and the younger people, they were dancing like younger people, something they do, and they pushed a person, not on purpose. An older person's name was Avner, and Avner fell on the floor and he banged his head, and he had a concussion. And they saw that he fell unconscious, and they had to call an ambulance, they had to bring him to the hospital. And it, you can imagine it, it, it wasn't a great, you know, feeling. I'd take someone to the hospital and then they, 
seems a half hour later, the word came back that Avner, unfortunately, was Nifter. So that became a great, great distress. And they didn't know what to do, and they went to Rav Yashin, Rav Yashin, Paskin, that they should continue that covers, that they should do it in a more sedated fashion. He said the younger people shouldn't dance. And you can imagine it wasn't a great simcha, maybe similar to what we're going through today. And then after a while, all of a sudden the door opened, and who walks in? Avner, this person who they had gotten a report was Nifter, walks in. Everyone quickly <laughs> said, ran over, what happened? So he said, over the story, he was on the alunka, he was on the stretcher. He said he already was in the Olam Ha'emes. But all of a sudden, the father of Ayasha Bavram came to him, and he said, Avner, how are you being Metzayer? My son, Rabbi Yosef Shalom, the first year of his Rabbanus, and he says, he gave a kick on the alunka, and he says, Geitzerik, go back. And he opened up his eyes, and he was able to, and he was alive. I don't know if it's Tchiyas HaMesim, not Tchiyas HaMesim, I'm not Paschim. This is a mice that happened during the time of Yashiv. And we said over by one of the Gabayim from Rav Yashiv's time. They say they asked the Rebbe said Batsheva, Allah Shalom, the wife of Rebbe Chaim Kanievsky. And she said she remembers the Maisa. So I was thinking, it's first of all, it's an unbelievable Maisa that Rav Yashiv's first Rabbanist, there was a story that took place. But the Pshat is like this. The Torah is Chaim. And the Torah is what's going to bring us to the Golos, the Torah is going to bring us to Tchir Samesim. The Torah is Mechaya the Adam. We should be Zaycha, we should Davim, we should pray. Eliyah Anavi, come, be Mavasir, that Mashiach is coming. We should be Zaycha Mirz Hashem. Binyan Beis Amigdash, Meher of Yameinu, wishing everyone a good Shabbos, a good Yantif, a Freilicha Yantif. We should be Zaycha with all of Klaizel to Yeshua's Gedailas. And make sure that we stay Besimcha as best as we can. Wishing everyone a wonderful Shabbos and a wonderful Yantav. Thank you very much for listening. We want to thank jfoundations.com. If you could sponsor any of our activities, it would be another way of addressing and being able to give over Torah to other people. Go on the website and show your support. Thank you very much for joining us.